Hello and welcome to Dream It Do It Disney. This is your podcast host, Taylor. Hi, welcome. If this is your first time, if you're coming back, also welcome. And I'm glad that you are back and listening. So today's episode is kind of an interesting one. First, I have kind of some news about Magic Band Plus. Not really news, but um, it's been out for a while. It's been out for a couple weeks. And I think people are starting to kind of get a feel of what it does, what it is. And um, I just kind of like to go over that. And then I have an interesting story that I'd like to share. And hopefully um, what I learned from the story and what happened to me will help you in the future if you ever run into this problem. So (laughs) starting off with Magic Band Plus. So again, it has been around for a while um, and we're starting to get a lot of feedback from it from people who have used it. I have not used it yet, um, but it's definitely an option, something that you can add on to your trip. So for right now, it's only in Disney World. We don't really have any news about it um, when it's going to come to Disneyland yet, but um, right now it is being offered at Disney World. And basically, it has the same functions of the original Magic Band, but it has some different interactive features that are added onto it. So, um, for example, you can use it to enter into the theme parks, just like the original Magic Band. You can use it to tap into lightning lanes. Um, You can connect PhotoPass to it. You can use it as a resort key. And if you link it to your credit card and you're staying on site, you can also buy different merchandise with it. So um, basically the same thing as the original Magic Band. But what is new about it? Um, It basically will vibrate and interact with certain things in the parks. Um, So for example, the fireworks show. It's going to light up. It's going to vibrate. Now, (laughs) I don't know if I would necessarily want to be distracted during a fireworks show you know I'm watching harmonious and this thing on my wrist is you know flashing and blinking and vibrating lights making different noises um but you know hey it might be enjoyable that might be something that you would enjoy (laughs) so um also what differentiates it from the original magic band is it does come with a rechargeable battery So this is a six inch USB charging cable, average charging cable, um, and it has to be purchased separately from the Magic Band. So Magic Band Plus itself is $34.99 for basic colors, and it's $44.99 if you want a different design on it um, or a special Magic Band, and the price kind of continually goes up um, based on, based on the design or, you know, if it's a a limited time uh, magic band. And I have heard, I'm not 100% sure, but I have heard that you can kind of get it discounted if you purchase it before your trip. And in that case, it would be sent to your home before you leave for your trip, which can be really convenient. Um, And there are different places in the parks where you can get the Magic Band, but it's not sold everywhere. There's kind of a select few places in Disney Springs and then um, in the theme parks where you can get it. Secondly, so off of the battery thing, this is really interesting because the original Magic Band doesn't have to be charged, but this is because... The battery is needed for the interactive interactive components. So 
<clears throat> when you're looking at, you know, with um, the fireworks show and if you're interacting with the Fab 50 statues or you're doing a scavenger hunt or that kind of thing, this is where the battery component kind of comes in. Um, so interestingly enough, if you do run out of battery, the base things that the Magic Band does, so, you know, entering the theme parks, tapping into lightning lanes, that kind of thing, using it for your resort key, those are all still going to work. So only the interactive components are what you are actually losing when the battery dies. Um, and you can check your battery through My Disney Experience, but it, you can also tell through the band. So it will flash red if it's dead. It'll flash yellow if it's kind of low. And then it'll be green if you are all set. So um, yeah, kind of interesting. And I think this is where it seems like people are running into the most problems. And people are saying, you know, the battery isn't lasting very long. Supposedly, the battery when it's full should last two to three days. But we've been hearing kind of otherwise from people um, it dying or just not charging, you know, and they're checking and everything seems to be right with the way that they're charging it. And it's still, this is still kind of happening and has been an issue. Um, I've also heard that not all of the cast members seem to be very educated with Magic Band Plus. Um, you know, and not everybody is going to know everything and that's perfectly fine. You know, even you know, I've done my research and I don't know everything about the Magic Band Plus. And, you know, so I'm sure some of the cast members don't either, either. <clears throat> but when people are going and looking for help, there seems to be kind of a limited amount of staff who actually know what they're talking about. So um, this is really interesting. Anyways, back to the different features that it has and what's different. So the battery is one of the main things that does make Magic Band Plus different from the original Magic Band. Next is, I kind of already mentioned this, but it includes different mini games. For example, the Disney Fab 50 Scavenger Hunt, which in my opinion is really great for crowd control. Um, you know, we're saying a lot of the times when we think about um, increasing capacity in the parks, we think, okay, they should add attractions, they should add shows, different venues, things like that, even restaurants. In this case, what Disney is doing with these um, different interactive components and different scavenger hunts that come with the Magic Band Plus, they are allowing crowds to be dispersed throughout the park. So instead of in the queues, instead of in lines, you have, um, you know, a lot of different guests who are going to be out and about looking for different things throughout the park. You know, it's kind of the same idea with the scavenger hunts in Epcot. You know, you're getting people out of the lines and out of the buildings and out doing stuff. So I, you know, for that aspect, I think that, you know, this is great for the parks and great for crowd control and capacity and that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, you know, would I purchase Magic Band Plus? Probably not. But, um, you know, I do think that this is useful information and I think it is benefiting the parks, you know, somewhat. Um, so yeah, you know, basically again, it's about 35 to $45. And when you get it, um, as always, the app is your best friend. So you will press a button that's on the back of the band 
and then you will tap the band to your phone and from there you just follow instructions in the app in my disney experience so it's really easy to set up it's really you know it's really not complicated and the different additions that the magic band plus has as opposed to the magic band aren't too great but i think you know still people are having a lot of trouble with just managing it and um you know working with it once it's set up so it's kind of you know i've also heard people have gotten the magic band plus and it wasn't charged when they got it um i don't know if this is always the case but this also seems to be something that people are running into that they can't use it right away so say you purchase it at the park and you want to put it on and use it that day, that's probably not likely. It's probably going to need to be charged before you even use it. Um, So again, buying prior to your trip is an option and would be, you know, you could also get out of the way um, the whole linking it to your phone and linking it to your app and your account beforehand. So that's what I would recommend if you do um, decide to get Magic Band Plus. So yeah, I just kind of wanted to go over that because I found it really, really interesting and just hearing different people's experiences. Um, So that's kind of an overall, the gist of the Magic Band Plus. Um, Anyways, now I really want to go over this story that I have. So as you can see by the title, um, we kind of ran into an issue on one of my last trips. So I went this past February to Disney Springs and um, we, on this trip, we went to Disney Springs kind of our last day, but we did a split trip. So we did Universal the first couple of days and then we did Disney the last half of the trip and we decided to end our last day with Disney Springs. So it was a friend and my sister and I, we flew down and we um, we used the Superstar shuttles to get to Universal. Um, but for our Disney trip, we used mirrors, which by the way, if you're considering using mirrors or you have not and you're planning to in the near future, they are really, really great service. Now it's it's sad that um, Magic Express, the Magical Express isn't really um, you know, isn't offering what it used to and to the extent that it used to, but, Um, I still think mirrors is a great transportation and, um, also very trustworthy. I really, really, really enjoyed the, um, all of the drivers that we had. We had the same driver a couple of times and then we had a different driver some of the other times. Um, but it was all a really good experience. Um, the pricing wasn't bad and they dropped us off literally wherever we wanted to. So, for example, on our day at Epcot, instead of going to the Epcot gate, I was like, hey, I kind of want to go early. You know, Epcot opened at 10 that day. I kind of want to go early and I'd rather be dropped off at um, the Boardwalk Inn and just kind of walk around the Boardwalk in the morning and then go through International Gateway into the park. And the driver was totally okay with that. They brought us right up to the lobby and we just hopped off. And then that night around... 10 30 11 they picked us up there it was really really convenient so if you're thinking of using mirrors and um you know you were kind of wondering how they work i could do you know a whole nother episode on that in in and of itself 
but I think that they're really, really great and a reputable company, honestly, trustworthy company for sure. Um, so yeah. So anyways, going back to the trip. So our last day, we decided to go to Disney Springs and from there, we were going to have family pick us up and then go to Tampa for the remainder of the week and then fly back to Maine. Um, If you didn't know, yes, I'm from Maine, so (laughs) very far away from Orlando. And I've, I don't know, I've just always loved Disney. The distance really doesn't bother me. Um, It does make it more of a challenge to get down to Disney, but it's all worth it in the end. So anyways... Um, yeah, so I, I am actually a vet tech, but I am a travel agent on the side, kind of shameless plug, but my name is Taylor Day and I work with Travelmation. Please don't hesitate to reach out to me if you're ever thinking of planning a Disney trip. I would love to help you. Um, but yeah, so we went down for this trip and that's how we were going to end it. We were going to get picked up from there. So we took mirrors, we checked out of our hotel and then we took all of our luggage And we were dropped off over at the Orange Garage. So this is on the very, uh, I was going to say on the very left side, but it's on the side where Cirque du Soleil is when you're looking at Disney Springs. So we got dropped off there. Um, We walked through security and we had all of our luggage with us. So um, my sister and I had suitcases. My friend, I don't know how. I don't know how, but she literally stuffed all of her things into a backpack. So she literally had like a school backpack full of her clothes and everything that she needed for the week. I mean, like her shampoo, like all of her cosmetics, all of her clothing, all of her different shoes. I don't know how she did it. Don't ask me. (laughs) I could not live out of my backpack for a week. But anyways, yeah. Nevertheless, very heavy. So we all had all this luggage and all this different stuff. And um, we went through security, which did take some time. So Disney Springs does have a security check before you enter the... I don't want to call Disney Springs a park, but, you know, before you enter Disney Springs. Um, So this did take a while because they are very thorough about it, which is fine and which is great. Um, but yeah, that's just kind of a warning. If you are bringing anything into Disney Springs, just be aware that they are going to check that and that that is going to take some time. So it did take us a very long time because we had to unbox our entire suitcases. So yeah, that was a lot. Basically after that, we got down and we went to guest services and for a while, Disney had a locker service where they would let you um, keep things at Disney Springs for the day. And so you could walk around and then you could come back and pick it up at the end of the day. So that's what we were planning on doing. Um, When we got there, we went up to the cast member at the kiosk and we kind of told her our situation and said, hey, you know, it." by the way, it was about noon at this time. We said, hey, we're going to drop our things off here. And if that's okay with you guys, and then we're just going to spend the day and we're planning on leaving around 9 p.m. tonight. And the lady goes, well, we don't store things here. And we were like, "Um, oh, really? (laughs) Because generally they do. 
And yeah, what ended up happening was she basically said that because of COVID the past couple years and even still now, they stopped giving the service. So we were like, well, is there anything else we can do? Like, like, is there anything else? And she was like, well, you could rent a wheelchair and you could put all your bags on the wheelchair and push it around. And we just stared at her like, are you serious? (laughs) We, (laughs) we're going to have three girls, three younger women rent a wheelchair and push around suitcases, (laughs) 40 pound suitcases in a backpack on a wheelchair no no (laughs) like it it was so weird it was it was really bizarre so yeah we did not do that so we ended up we really weren't really sure what we should do so there is another guest service location that's a little bit down the way from this main one um very very close by you can see it from there so we walked over there and figured you know we'll talk to somebody there because Again, you know, kind of like how I was saying earlier with the Magic Band Plus, you know, not every cast member is going to know the answer to everything. And I mean, a a guest services cast member maybe should, (laughs) but, you know, it doesn't hurt to ask somebody else. So we go over to there and they had another kiosk there, another woman at the front, and we started talking to her. And then out of nowhere, the cast member who we had been talking to at the previous guest services, comes up, cuts in front of the woman we are talking to, and goes, like I said before, we don't do that here. That quote, literally quote, and I was like, whoa. And I don't mean to talk bad about Disney cast members because I love Disney cast members. Um, Literally, if you listen to um, my first episode, um, just an introduction to who I am in the podcast. I think I, I believe I, my sister and I touch on this a little bit and just, um, how special they are and how really personable the Disney cast members are. And I mean, honestly, they, they treat you like family, but this was, this was kind of a different case. So what ended up happening was we just kind of walked out. There wasn't really anything we could do and there wasn't anything that they could do for us. <clears throat> so this is what we did. Um, we looked up online where kind of the options for that. And we found that there was a UPS store about five minutes a drive from Disney Springs. So what we did was I called um, Mears, had someone pick us up. Now, this was a different driver and you know, again, they try to give you the same driver, which is really, really nice. But if they don't, they always have somebody. So honestly, within five to 10 minutes, I had a driver and it was great. Now it took me a while to carry my luggage to the car. Um, but literally when I got out there, he was there. Um, so again, Mears, (laughs) shout out to Mears because Mears is really, really great. You call them and they're like, oh, yep, someone will be there in five minutes at least. So <laughs> they they are really, really awesome. Um, but yeah, so I went over there and um, that's what we ended up doing to keep our luggage there. So you could do that. You could also store luggage at um, a bounce store. Um, they kind of do the same thing. It's kind of a <clears throat> locker service. 
And it's about $6 for an entire day to leave your luggage there. So it's really, really inexpensive. And again, this is a really rare problem that you're probably not going to run into. But if you do, knowing what to do is going to be really, really important. Now, you might be saying, why wouldn't we have left our luggage at the hotel? Well, like, first of all, again, we weren't really, we didn't really know that this was the case for this amount of time. Since then, if you go on the Disney website, they do list that they're not storing luggage right now. Thank goodness. But at the time, they actually were not. Um, This was not, we did look it up numerous places and it said right on the Disney website that it was totally okay to store luggage there. And, um, but again, with COVID, things have changed. Since then, they have updated their website. Um, But Also, just kind of a side note, at the time we went, there was still mask requirements for if you were indoors. So it was very still much um, more of a concern at this time, at that time. Um, But even now, this summer and going forward, we don't have any more answers as to whether or not this will be lifted. So that, (laughs) that's kind of what happened with that. And again, now that information is out there so that they do not store luggage. So, um, but yeah, so that is definitely an option is keeping your luggage somewhere else. The second option would be to keep it at your hotel and going back to why we didn't do that and ask about leaving it at the hotel was because we were actually staying at Endless Summer Dockside for the whole trip. Um, so we were staying over at a Universal Value Resort And for the days that we went to Disney, we used mirrors to get over there. Um, And so we had checked out earlier in the morning. Um, Not only had we checked out, which honestly, even if we had gone back and said, you know, hey, we're running into this problem, I'm sure that they would let us. Um, Again, cast members over in Universal are also very, very open to, um, you know, any questions and concerns that you have. So I think that definitely would have been an option, but it's also, um, for those of you who don't know, Universal and Disney are about 20 to 30 minutes drive away from each other. So it was just kind of unreasonable to have been at Disney Springs, you know, at 1 p.m. at this point and gone all the way back and then come all the way and, you know, paying for, you do have to um, pay per mile for mirrors. So you know, with that being said, it was just, that would have just been too much for us. And, um, it was cheaper in the long run to just drive about five minutes to UPS and store our things there for the day. And then at the end of the day, be able to pick those up. So that's what we did. And everything turned out great at the end. It was really, really stressful during the whole situation, but you know, at the end of the day, everything worked out really well. And so this is a story, you know, I've kind of been holding this in for a while. Um, When I started my podcast, it was one of the first things that I I was like, I'm going to do a podcast about this because this is something that I wish I had known, you know, what to do with luggage when you're at Disney Springs, um, when you're at a park, even, you know, even if you ran into this situation on any trip that you take, you know, I need to store my luggage somewhere. I don't have a hotel to keep it in and I don't have a car to keep it in. What can I do? Well, there are amazing services like UPS and like Bounce who will do this for you. 
So that's that's the good news. Everything turned out great in the end. We went to Tampa for the rest of the week and enjoyed that and enjoyed our day in Disney Springs. Luggage free, wheelchair free. I mean, <laughs> so it it ended up being great. So anyways, thank you so much for listening. And again, my name is Taylor Day. I work with Travelmation. Um, please don't hesitate to reach out to me if you're interested in planning a Disney trip. And thank you so much for listening. Remember, guys, if you can dream it, you can do it.